Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That song was number one. On Labor Day, 1975. Glenn Campbell. Man had an interesting life, to say the least. Uh, There was the whole Tanya Tucker story with a significant age difference in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Away we go. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network. Better from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy. Office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, he signed just as we were on the air Friday with the Edmonton Oilers. We sort of hinted uh, that Ryan Murray, quote unquote, made sense as a potential target on the Oilers' defense. And uh, we will hear from Ryan in about two minutes' time here on Oilers Now. It is a Tuesday. Uh, and Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector, will join us in studio. Uh, we're going to make him do a little bit of extra time. Sportsnet Spec brought to you by the horses and Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino Parking and Admission are free. For more information, visit thehorses.com. So, Speck will be joining us in studio. Of course, you can uh, text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. You can also reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Get charged up for the uh, summer. What, we got three weeks left in the summer, two weeks left in the summer? Bring your player's club card today to the venue and get a free River Creek portable charger. For more information, head to the RiverCreekResort.com. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, I'm here, Brendan Escott as well. You can reach Brendan at Brendan uh, with two E's, Escott with two T's. He was doing the Edmonton Elks uh, pre and post yesterday. Um, I thought they played okay, Brendan. thought they played okay, but ultimately the better team won. Yeah, and that's been the story for most of the season is the the Elks little bit underhanded or undermanned, if you will, when it comes to to these battles against the Western teams. They have yet to beat a team from the West Division, Bob, and and we're encroaching week 14 now. Yeah, return engagement Saturday night. Brendan, I'm going to be there. I'm going to see you. I'm going to be up top uh, for... 
Yeah, I'm just going to be popping in, just meandering in, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's going to be a busy week coming up. We will tell you that uh, service players uh, are arriving into town today and are going to be hitting the ice. Brennan's going to go hook us up right now here with Ryan Murray momentarily. Uh, but, uh, yeah, fully expect uh, several Oilers players. Of course, the Oilers signed Ryan Murray, which brings him to 41 NHL contracted players, and that's assuming that uh, Matt V. Petroff, and Reed Schaefer ultimately end up back in junior hockey this year. I do think, and I'll just throw this out there right now, still a possibility you may see a player with NHL experience brought in potentially on a PTO on the right wing. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that front. And of course, lots can transpire over the course of the next five to six weeks. But in terms of the upcoming training camp, rookie camp is uh, basically about... Uh, eight days away from today and um, again we'll see what ends up uh, happening on the uh, well does, does something potentially transpire if yes a Poliarvi it could Anaheim to me is an organization and we've repeatedly mentioned Anaheim all summer long uh, they are someone that could potentially make sense uh, for the Oilers organization. Our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, where are we going to go here? Uh, we will tell you that uh, throughout the course of today's show, Mark Spector will join us. We're also, Brendan Wildey, uh, can you pull off two? Oh, maybe not. Hold on a sec here. I think we're almost good to go here. Nope. Okay. Uh, that's the nature of live radio. Boom. You know? Oh, give me the thumbs up. The package has arrived. There we go. We will head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Our orders now headliner today is brought to you by Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Who says it just might be? It is the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. I first met our next guest uh, at the 2011 NHL combine and then the nhl draft rick valletta is his agent uh, he gave us lots of time with him the orders ultimately pursued a uh, different option at that time but uh, he is finally at edmonton order he signed a one-year deal and we welcome to the show uh, the newest member of the orders organization ryan murray ryan it's bob stoffer from orders now how you doing hey i'm good how are you doing good uh well that's that's cut to the chase here uh, how how did this opportunity ultimately uh, present itself uh, to the Edmonton Oilers uh, with the Oilers? Because I know you had other options, and what were sort of the deciding factors and why you chose Edmonton? Well, it's close to home, and uh, you know they got a great team, and um, you know it's kind of a team that uh, you know you kind of grow up and and when you think of of the NHL, it's one of those teams you're always you're always watching and stuff. So I thought that was. That was kind of cool, and I've kind of played far away from home my whole career, so it'll be it'll be fun to get an opportunity to uh, to play a little closer. Uh, you're good friends with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I was at the 2012 Scouts Dinner, where he was campaigning for you at that time in the draft, uh, which was in Pittsburgh. Uh, you've got the connection, obviously, through uh, Rick Follett. I, I mean, I, I know you're you're far beyond that, but it is an interesting sort of circle of life thing, isn't it? When you think about it. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I just kind of sent him a message the other day, and we were kind of laughing about it, and. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there was a chance about ten years ago to possibly to possibly come there, and then you know, ten years later, you kind of get an opportunity to uh, 
to sign with them. So I thought, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of kind of cool. And, and yeah, just uh, we kind of grew up uh, going to camps together and stuff there and just, you know, whatnot. So um, I had the pleasure of playing with him and, you know, tournaments and stuff like that overseas a few times as well. So um, obviously a great guy and a great guy to play with. Ryan, it's funny because Scott Housen, as you know, was the assistant GM to Kevin Lowe before he took the job in Columbus. And uh, I was accused often of having him on the show more than Steve Tamalini when Scott was the GM in Columbus. And he called me uh, actually at the draft and said, the New York Islanders just offered every pick of the draft to move up two spots. They really must uh, want Ryan Murray. And I go, well, I guess that's your answer for you, isn't it? Uh, so Scott drafted you, but he didn't really get a chance to see you um, as a player because he was gone during the 12-13 season. And you were hurt that year. But you did spend a lot of years in, in Columbus in the top four. Uh, you were top four in New Jersey. Last year, you played on a better team uh, in Colorado, but do you see yourself at this stage in your career as a 6-7, or do you still have that fire within to, to compete to try to get in sort of a, as, maybe not necessarily all the time a top 40 man, but sort of in that, you know, that 5-6 spot? Well, I think everybody wants to play. I mean, I think, uh, you know, whoever's playing the best, at any particular time should probably play and I've kind of told tried to tell all you know my coaches that if I ever have conversations with them it's like if I'm not playing well then I don't expect to play more than another guy who is but if I am then I think you should expect to play more than another guy and, um, you know I'm not coming in to try to take anybody's spot or do anything like that I just want to come in and do my job and try to give uh, you know give the team a chance to win and, and do what I can to uh, to help the team out you know I don't think you want to look at it as, as coming in and um, you know, where am I going to fit? Where, what's going to happen? It's just like, you just play your game and do your thing. And, and you know, if you can help the team, then great. And if, if they think that the other guys can help the team a little more, then then they should probably play a little more. So, um, you know, for me, I just want to be as ready as I can and try to be, you know, the best player I can, best person in the locker room that I can. And, and wherever that goes, then then uh, that's where it goes. So that's kind of my, my mentality behind it. Emmett's Oilers defenseman Ryan Murray, Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. Ryan, we were, uh, I was broadcasting the game in Colorado last year where you got hurt. That was a hell of a game, by the way. It might have been one of the best games all season that we saw. Uh, what was the overall experience? I mean, look, your team won the cup, but you didn't get a chance really to finish the year. But how, how do you know, how would you sort of value that season that you had uh, playing in, in uh, Joe Sackick and Chris McFarland's organization? Yeah, it's a great organization. There's uh, a lot of good people there. Um, you know, Joe and Chris were awesome. Um, coaches were great. I mean, the whole team, whole team was great. Great leadership in that group. Um, obviously, a ton of skill. Probably the, I mean, definitely the best team that I've, I've ever played on. And um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those years where we just try and help the team as much as you can, whatever you can do. And uh, you know, we had so much, so much skill, so many good players. And you know, if you, if you win a Stanley Cup, it's pretty hard to complain. I. I would have liked to do more. I would have liked to, uh, you know, play more games, play more hockey. But uh, at the same time, when you win, I think everybody's everybody's pretty happy. So I don't think I'd trade that uh, trade that for anything. At this stage in your career, because I'm sure there were other opportunities, is it really about, you know, getting another chance to win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was kind of kind of the same thing last year when I was a free agent. It's just like if, if somebody's going to give you a chance to win, um, you know, somebody might offer you. You know, more money or something, or a better opportunity to to play more minutes or something. But I mean, you only have so many chances to win. And um, you know, in Columbus, we had some years where we had a legitimate chance to win, and we had some years where 
you know, you're kind of out of the race by Thanksgiving, and it's pretty miserable. And, um, you know, Jersey, we didn't have a very good year than when I was there either. And, and you know, there's nothing worse than, than kind of playing for nothing when you miss the playoffs. So, um, you know, when, when there's something to play for, it's just it's easy to go and, and everything. You know, the, the locker room is better, the team's better, the, everything's more fun that way. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I'm chasing at this point, I guess. Ryan, has the game changed a bit over the last decade in terms of how you have to defend? Just because, you know, when you, when you broke in, fourth line guys, as an example, you might have an enforcer or uh, an energy player, and, and now teams are sort of, you know, it's a, it's a different generation of players coming in the league, more skilled, maybe not quite as uh, rambunctious. And, and as a result, does it force you to, to defend on a little bit more of a cerebral level? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, I think there's more skill. I think there's, you know, it's a pretty fast game now. I think it's you know, a lot faster. And I think part of that is just the, the change in coaching, too, where it's just they kind of let guys really open it up and, um, you know, go out there and create offense and, Kind of a kind of feels like an offense first league at times, and um, you know there's there's tons of mistakes made and stuff, but there's so many good players out there. And, um, yeah, I mean when I first came in, I think it was you know if you're jumping up, the coach might tell you not to, and then now they're kind of yelling at you if you're not jumping up. So um, the game's definitely changed a lot, and you know even even on defense, every team seems to have you know four or five skilled you know pretty skilled D-man and everyone can move the puck everybody can skate so it makes it uh, you know a fun game to watch for sure the uh, great Oilers players of the 80s would tell you that the level of competitiveness in practice helped uh, define them come game time. I'm just wondering, last year, when you had a chance, no disrespect, uh, you played with good guys in Columbus, too, like Panarin, but when you're going against a team like Colorado, you know, or on a team like Colorado, practicing against some of their forwards in two-on-two and three-on-three drills, and I'm going to assume it's going to be the same when you go against the McDavid and Drysaddle here. But how does that make a guy better when you're practicing against players of that caliber on a daily basis? Yeah, it's just such a high tempo. I think that you know how guys would take care of their body and stuff on that team, and you know everybody's everybody's 100% ready to roll every single day. It's pretty impressive. Um, you know, I don't think I've I've been on a team like that where guys really take care of themselves like that. And, um, you know, just just ready to go every day. So every day of practice, it's it's super high tempo and it's really high speed. And um, you know, it kind of caught me off guard when I first got there because you know you touch a puck or something and somebody's right on you all the time. And and then we kind of started playing other teams and watching other other players and kind of you know you see how well well the team forechecked and stuff. So um, you know, definitely you know just getting that speed going and and playing against that all year. Um, you know, it's just once the game hit, it kind of felt a little easier because you're playing with the speed rather than against it. So, um, yeah, I mean, the competitive practices obviously are, are good for any team. One final one for you. When do you get to town? When do you get started here? Uh, I should be in there probably next week. I haven't uh, made anything concrete yet, but definitely want to get down there and, and start skating with everybody. All right. Ryan, thank you for your time. We'll touch base down the road, okay? Yeah, all right. Thank you. You bet. That is Ryan Murray. It is 12:21 in Edmonton. Interesting opportunity for him. And I'm going to bring Brendan Escott into this conversation. Mark Spector coming up at 12:35. Spec has just posted uh what do they call what's the term now? Dropped. It's just dropped uh, courtesy of Sportsnet. Mark Spector saying, "Hey, it's different this year at Edmonton. They are a legitimate contender." We'll get to that conversation point in a second. So, Brendan, I'll start with you. I'll ask Spec this later on. There is, I mean, there's an opportunity here for Ryan Murray. 
right? Like, you can't tell me he wouldn't have played if he was completely healthy. He wouldn't have played ahead of Jack Johnson. I'm sorry. There might be some Jack Johnson fans out there. There's also some people who think Jack Johnson is amongst the worst analytics-driven defensemen in the NHL over the last decade. And I, I, for me, perfect guy to come in and support this defense. Your thoughts, Brendan? I think so, exactly. And we've talked over the last several months about internal competition being a positive thing. If I'm Philip Broberg right now, by virtue of the fact that Ryan Murray is here, I'm lifting a, a little bit heavier. I'm skating a little bit harder back to that puck. I, I'm making sure that I'm at the top of my game because I want to play more minutes on that at sixth defense position, you know, that left uh, defense position on the third pair. And to hear Murray say that he's coming in here and he's taking it very seriously and competing for playing time, you know, that's, uh, that's a challenge to me. So I love that what that could mean in, a, in terms of a training camp battle or, or in turn... Um, in terms of what it does for Philip Roberg's development. Excellent point by you. It's 12:23 in Edmonton. Uh, Ryan Murray again was our headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk W I L H A U K today. When we come back, uh, we're going to get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing and the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. A couple clips from Marcus Niemelainen. And Al has sent me a text that you have to listen to because you will chuckle. This is Oilers Now. Let's get to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Work, where specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Brendan Escott's with us. Brendan, where'd you dig up this Marcus Niemelainen audio from? Straight from Oilers TV. Nicely done. Let's give the credit where credit's due. Special thanks to Oilers TV. Here's Marcus Niemelainen on an NHL experience he gathered last year. It was fun. Uh, a little bit nervous at the start, but uh, I think I played pretty well. And then uh, we'll just try to uh, improve from last year. And Niemelainen uh, uh, said this about what the coaches want him to improve upon. I mean, my uh, defending was pretty good, but uh, still a lot of work with uh, playing with the puck and uh, and just to be cleaner with the puck. So uh, I've been working on that a lot, and uh, hopefully it's... Uh, there you go. That's Marcus Niemelainen and into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan. JT Miller staying in Vancouver. If you missed it, seven years, fifty-six million total dollars. That's eight million per season. AAV he was set to become an unrestricted free agent after this upcoming season. Had ninety-nine points last year. So interesting to see what uh, other shoe, I guess, remains to drop in Vancouver because somebody has to pay Elias Pettersson. Do they not? Uh, Ottawa signed Eric Brandstrom on a much smaller deal, one year, nine hundred thousand dollars. He was the centerpiece and the return for Mark Stone when the Sens traded him to Vegas. San Jose, inking 25-year-old Evgeny Svechnikov, one year, $750,000 there. Brett Connolly heading to the Swiss League, signing with HC Logano after being bought out by Chicago earlier in the summer. He's still only 30 years old, former sixth overall draft selection, just nine NHL games last season, though, 37 more in the A. Oil Kings acquiring forward Luke Robson from the uh, Moose Jaw Warriors in exchange for a conditional 10th round uh, pick in the WHL Prospects draft. And the Canadian women, golden again. They beat the U.S. uh, 2-1 in the final of the World Hockey Championship in Denmark on Saturday, back-to-back. All right, uh, let's go to a quick text from Al on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. 
Bob, do you see what's transpiring on CNN? You better start giving the Leafs their fair shake or the cancel culture will come get your left-leaning Edmonton Zone NDP-loving partisan radio sports talk show you-know-what. That one comes, he, he's got them all in there. And oh. So, yes, there's a, a, a new individual at the head of uh, uh, CNN, and they got to get the CPAC money, which means they need to be geared towards an older audience, which means it's they're gonna. It's gonna be a little bit more partisan politics, but maybe not the way people thought on CNN. There was a whole thing on this over the course of the weekend. I will tell you, Al. I know you love the Toronto Maple Leafs, so I'll give you a little Toronto Maple Leafs update, just for you, Al. Just because I know you think it's important that we talk about the Leafs. Did you know, Al, that the Maple Leafs have not made the playoffs since Austin Matthews was six? All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, back with Mark Spector.